Welcome to the Equinity Podcast, where horse owners just like you share their incredible Equinity stories and how Equinity is changing their horses' lives. Whether you're searching for something to give your performance horse better focus, faster recovery, and more stamina, or in the extreme case where all hope seems lost, give your horse what it needs to help heal at a cellular level, you'll find it here. So jump in on today's episode to hear how Equinity is helping horses worldwide. Now, welcome your host, John Dowdy. Hello and welcome to another Equinity podcast. I am really excited for this week's episode because... um, Danielle Shoto uh, is someone that I came across uh, commenting on one of our ads that we run on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, that's it. I've got to reach out to her and and get her on, because from what I read, and I'll read you pieces of this as we get into this podcast, a complete supplement skeptic, which I loved, um, but her story is even more exciting. So uh, without further ado... Welcome to the show, Danielle. Thank you. Great. Well, it's great to have you. And uh, as I just mentioned, you had made a comment uh, on one of our ads. And I'll quote you right here saying, you can honestly say I am no means a lover of supplements. Um, So we'll leave that right there. But before we go further, would you mind telling us a little bit of your background? It seems as though you are no stranger to horses or the horse industry. Yeah, I actually got involved with horses when I was around 10 and started my first colt. I was probably 12, uh, watching John Williams videos and then going out into the round pen and doing what he was doing in mm-hmm. his round pen. And then I also have a degree from the University of Finley uh, in equestrian studies. And outside of that, now I run my own uh, small business doing riding lessons for kids and I do birthday parties and I have my own little special herd. The special herd, yes, we'll get into that as well. And I was also excited to find out you are in my stomping grounds of Oklahoma, which is where I grew up. So you're out in the Enid area. Yes, I am. It's a great area, and I can't see ever moving out of it. Well, that's great. And and you love dodging the tornadoes as they're whipping through Tornado Alley there. Yeah, we're actually, even in a little hole, they always knock on wood, seem to go right around us. So I've learned to not get too nervous about them, but Mm. I definitely have learned to watch the weather as well. Those are scary. And interestingly enough, in the little town that I grew up in, it was also in a little pocket. So they seem to always go around us. So that was, uh, those things are, are definitely scary. So, okay, so going back, now, you saw this ad. Is it is this how you were first uh, introduced to the product? Is this where you first learned about the product? I did. I saw an ad on Facebook. Um, I kind of mentioned my special little herd. I've got a 26-year-old quarter horse with Cushing's, and I have a quarter horse and a thoroughbred with navicular. And the thoroughbred also has ring bones. So (laughs) half of my my horses are half lame. Um, When I found out about Lucy, she's one of my main lesson horses, and she's only, she's probably 14 years old now. I found out about the navicular two years ago um but it was at the point i need her for my business Mm -hmm. so and she's done a ton for me so i i wanted to find something to help the poor girl out so i decided to go ahead and try it just looking at the facebook and all the 
ratings on it, so I, I figured I'd go ahead and give it a shot. Yes. Now, I mentioned earlier you, you had said in your post that um, you are by no means a lover of supplements. Uh, as a matter of fact, maybe looking at this as a, a possible snake oil um, or something along those lines was your initial impression? Yeah, I, I literally remember looking at it and I said, oh, hell, it's 100 bucks." I said, I might as well try something to help her out. Everyone's ranting and raving about it. <laughs> yeah. So I put her on it. And honestly, I didn't really see a difference. So I pulled her back off of it after, I think I went through two tubs of it. And I said, oh, forget it. I'm, I'm not seeing a huge difference. And I thought I had won, to be completely honest with you. Ah, right. Okay, so uh, you went through two tubs, so that was, uh, now were they the, the larger tubs, the three-month supplies? Yes, and I had been splitting them between a couple of my other uh, courses. Okay. So I had had my fishing course on it, I was kind of splitting it up, putting everybody on it, like, oh, it's so great, let's see if it changes anybody. Sure. Okay, so probably a, a good couple months worth of, mm -hmm, okay, sure. so not seeing any difference, so you're like, well, why am I wasting my money? And, right. Okay. So then, uh, as the story goes along, your farrier was scheduled to come out. And so what happened there? Yeah, so, I, I had noticed Lucy, that's the lesson horse, my little paint navicular horse. I noticed she was barely walking out into the pasture with the other horses. Um, they would take off cantering and she would just kind of walk behind them. And she'd walk in behind them and they'd both canter in and she'd kind of walk behind them and in lessons, she would still trot, and she's never looked lame. She's always heavy on the front end, but the shoes have always kept her from being three-legged lame, so she wasn't limping, mm -hmm. but you could tell. She, I, I'm not going to say she's 100% sound. Uh, right. So she'd still trot with these little kids on her, but she'd want to suck in her back end a little bit, and you could kind of tell she was a little sore, so I just figured it was time for her reset. So my farrier came out to do her reset, and... She, we had had a problem with her previously, so before I even started her on the Aquinty, and when I found out about her navicular, we actually had to sedate her to put shoes on her, mm. because she would run sideways, back up, rear. I mean, she was a holy terror to shoe, and she's a lesson horse. She's not, there's not a mean bone in her body. Right. So I figured when I had this farrier come out, we had been working with her to try to figure out ways that were going to make her feel better because we figured out, I don't think she, we didn't think she was trying to be mean because she's not, a, she's not mean anywhere around the books. Um, so I, she had had that problem previously and then it kind of went away. So we thought we had just worked her through it. Like, Hey, it's not scary. We're okay. Mm -hmm. So then when she went off to the Aquinty, lo and behold, she started pulling back and running sideways when he would pick her feet up and, I found myself hand-feeding her freaking treat to get her to stand still and shoes put back on it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is not who I am. <laughs> like, I'm fucking having this. Yeah. <laughs> I said, what has this come of me? But I had to keep my farrier safe. Right. And if I was giving her treats, her mind was on something else, so she'd stand still long enough for him to get the nails in. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so after that, he kind of looked at me and said, oh, well, we had a bad day. We kind of regressed a little bit. We had a bad day. I said, yeah, I'm not sure what that was all about. Maybe she was just body sore because I'd noticed, you know, she kind of stopped cantering out in the pastures and maybe she's just body sore. So he says, yeah, okay, well, we'll check her out for the next time. So the next six weeks go by, she gets her next reset and she 
once again, I'm handing her freaking treats to keep her standing still long enough to get the shoes on. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, Danielle, what have we done different? We haven't done anything different. And I just kind of looked at him and I said, I don't think we did anything different, but I'll try something. And I didn't tell him what it was because he would look at me and laugh. Uh-huh. I mean, he, he would say the same thing like, yeah, whatever, you crazy horse lady. Right. And I, I really didn't feel like having him laugh in my face over that. Right. So I went back and I ordered another tub of Mia Quinty and I put her back on it and I said nothing to him. Well, actually, um, my husband texted or he had held her for the next reset. I put her back on the supplement. He held her for me, and I texted my carrier, and I said, so how'd she do? Because I was at work. And he said, oh, she was a precious little angel. And I said, Dale, I said, stop screwing with me. I said, just be honest. If she was a holy terror, just freaking tell me. He goes, no, Danielle, she was really good. Like, she stood there and went to sleep. Like, we had done every other time before, ever since we had, you know, worked her out of the stuff the first time. Mm -hmm. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. He says, no, Why? And I said, well, I told you I was going to try something. And I said, I put her back on this supplement. And he goes, what the hell was it? And I told him it was a Quinty. And he goes, well, you know how I am. But he goes, I'm being dead serious. She stood there with her eyes closed and let me shoo her. She said, or he said, Zach didn't have to do anything. He just watched her. Like, she didn't pull back. She didn't open her. She just stood there. So I said, okay, it looks like we're just going to go ahead and keep her on this then. <laughs> that, and w- when I read that, I'm just like, oh, my God. And this is the reason why I had to have you on because with so many products on the market, and I know there's some great ones out there, uh, we are just super blessed to have something that works so well. And um, and re- what this product is actually doing, and I'll take just a minute, just if you're tuning in for the first time, to give you the reasons why this product is working so well and and why it helps with so many different things. Because ultimately, what this is doing, uh, it's a stack of amino acids. There's no fillers, no sugars, no starches. And what it ultimately does is it stimulates the pituitary gland to release the necessary hormones. And then the body decides where to send those hormones for the healing. So you could have 12 different horses with 12 different issues, and this is going to customize to each individual horse because the body's sending those hormones where it needs for the healing. And that's one of the reasons why it's so effective because uh, you're you're not having to play a guessing game. Um, is it this issue, so I need to try this product or this medication? This is really easy. It's one little scoop. And, and let me ask you this. How is the palatability for your horses? They have not even noticed that it was in there. Uh, When I had Newt on it the first time, he tends to be a little more picky. And I think at first he tried to snort around it, but I just kind of slapped it all together and kind of mixed it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then he ate it right off the bat. And Lucy's never had a problem. Heck, she licks the bottom of her bowl. And if there's (laughs) any powder left, it's gone. Right. And it's not very much. It's not even a tablespoon, 5.2 grams. And it's kind of salty by nature. So... We don't really have any palatability issues, and I will tell you, you're not the first time that we've had people, we'll say, that have secretly given product uh, w- without telling others. You know, they were having an issue with their horse, and you know, their their vet said, "Oh no, take them off everything," and they went ahead and secretly gave it to them anyways. And then the next time they come back, 
the vet's like, oh, what'd you do? <laughs> so that's happened. We, we've heard stories like that. It's, it's almost like um, where they're the sounding board for people to get some of the stuff off their chest. They have to tell somebody. So it's, uh, it's fun to hear these stories. So, and I know with, with your, of course, this is your prized uh, lesson horse. Um, so with the navicular also has some ring bone. And how long now have you had your horse back on this this round? So Lucy, she's almost, I'm going to say probably two months because I have about a month left out of that container. Mm-hmm. I have another probably 30 days left and a little under halfway down. Um, I have not put the, navic- or the navicular and ring bone horse back on it. That's a different, oh, okay. that's a different beat. I, I yeah, gotcha. that's my off-the-track thoroughbred. So Lucy just has the navicular. Oh, okay. Um, and she has about a month left before I need to reorder. And then my plan was I've got my Cushing course, my 26-year-old Cushing course, and then I have the thoroughbred that has the ring bone and the vicular. So I was going to put him back, or I was going to put him on it and see if it helped him out any. Because I have a little 10-year-old girl that's starting to ride him a little bit. So I need to get the lameness of him taken care of or at least get him feeling better. But I can tell you, since I've had Lucy and I've had her for, oh gosh, I'm going to say probably seven years, I have never seen anybody other than myself convince that thing to canter. She just, she just won't. Mm-hmm. And I say it's because of the navicular, because um, she's sore, and I, and I understand, so I don't really push her, so I use her for my teeny tots that are good to walk and trot, and that's about it. I had a little four-year-old get on her. Oh, gosh, it's been two weeks ago now. And I said, Lydia, said, why don't you go ahead and get down to that barrel? And I said, I want you to kick her sides and kiss and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. So she gets down to that barrel, and this little four-year-old sticks her little legs out there, and she kicks and she kisses, and Lucy cantered off. I have never, <laughs> I have never seen that horse wow. canter off, especially for a little four-year-old. And she cantered off like it was like she knew exactly what she was doing, so... Now, every time I see Miss Lydia, she goes, Miss Danielle, can we try to canter today again? I said, well, let's see how Lucy's feeling, and we'll give her a try. <laughs> oh, gosh, that is so funny. So I'll ask you this. And um, So with your degree in equestrian studies, you're out, you know, no stranger to horses. And th- with this particular one for seven years, I mean, you, you know this horse pretty well inside and out. And I guess you would have to come to the conclusion that with the equinity, so – in the first couple months, you put put her on, didn't see a difference. That's when you took her off and things seemed to get worse, which, by the way, uh, seems to happen often with people. They'll have somebody else feeding the product and they run out and don't know about it. And the horse goes back to the way that it was doing before. And then they put the horse back on. But it's also a great test to sometimes see. And in, in your case, um, you know, I would say more often than not, people notice a difference relatively quickly within a couple days to weeks and definitely by 30 days. In your case, you're on for two months and didn't think it was working. And as you put it, you won because you proved us wrong. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it wasn't until you took her off and then saw a noticeable decline and then you put her, put her back on is now when you see it. So what we can conclude from this whole test and ultimately if the four-year-old is able to make her canter i mean this horse is obviously feeling really good i mean 
No other way to see. I took, no, I took her up from the pasture, and she normally just, I can throw the leader up over my shoulder, and she'll just kind of follow me. Uh, it was two days ago. I was bringing her in for her food, and she trotted the entire way up the driveway behind me. And I, I seriously, I looked at one of my lesson kids, and I said, I might need to back her off to half a scoop. <laughs> I said, I said I'm, I'm so happy that she's feeling so good, but we have kids on her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Wow, that is so awesome. Well, um, I tell you, I really appreciate you taking the time to to share your equinity story, and hopefully this will be an inspiration for anybody else that, well, if it worked for you, maybe it'll work for me, and I always tell people the odds of this working with whatever is going on with your horse are very, very high because of what it's doing internally. So I you know, can't thank you enough, and I'm sure the people listening in uh, really appreciate it as well, so... Uh, Thank you, thank you for sharing your equinity story. Not a problem. I appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. That's all for this episode of the Equinity Podcast. For more information on purchasing Equinity, be sure to visit our website at teamequinity.com, where you'll also find product information as well as more testimonials on how others have seen amazing results by implementing Equinity into their horse's supplement regime. We'll have more stories on how Equinity is helping horses worldwide right here on a future episode of the Equinity Podcast.